0: eighty-seven. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast here at Wayne Fleet VIC Church where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Hi. <laughs> welcome Pastor Wes. How's it going? Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good um really? i think we're still getting used to this whole video podcast I thing know. um I, it's weird um because you it's just you and me usually but yes. now it feels like almost like there's another person in the room um we're glad and to so, have you here if you're yes. watching us <laughs> yes <laughs> um so yeah we're still getting used to it. we're still figuring out our setup and everything yeah. else um we had a great response on our first uh first yeah. video which was just awesome incredible so thank you for um reviewing for, for watching oh, for listening um for all of you on uh soundcloud or uh spotify or hey we've all just the other ones that we're on.
0: amazon and google also uh spotify apple podcasts wow we're SoundCloud. on a lot of things yeah you can find us everywhere now all over the oh, worldwide
1: oh, so there we were having a conversation before this with renee and well renee's daughter sierra um and they kept saying "World Wide Web," and, and I, I
0: said it should be the Wayne Fleet Wide Web that we're on. Yes. See what I'm dealing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> episode eighty-seven. So Here we today are. we are uh, we're talking about peer pressure. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of deal with peer peer pressure, and also how do we actually surround ourselves with good community? Because. Yeah. If, if we're just in the midst of community that is you know, draining us or is mm-hmm. just peer pressuring us all the time, it's not healthy for us. Like we're not actually getting the good influence that we need. Right. Um, you know, iron sharpens iron. Um, and it's yeah. really important um, to be able to have that. Um, and so we're going to talk through that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to probably share some personal stories um, and just really go through that. Yeah. So beginning off with like how to deal with peer pressure, I think one of the biggest places where peer pressure is found, high school. I would agree. Without a doubt, high school is yeah. one of the worst places for peer pressure. Yeah. Um I remember being in high school and people would peer pressure all the time. Not not even to do like bad things, just like even like dumb things like
0: So, but you know what? And this we were made for community, Wes. Yes, absolutely. We no, community. no
1: doubt at all. We we're made for community.
0: So I think when we're around people, it's totally natural to want to be part of the group, to want I, absolutely. To feel we like want to you're fit in. Fit, yeah.
1: Yes, we absolutely want. We absolutely want to fit in, and we want to feel like we're we're normal that we're there. I think each one of us has our own sense of a people pleaser. Yeah. Um. And so when that peer pressure happens, we want to instantly react to be like, okay, I can do it. Yep, it's fine. It's all yeah. good. Like I remember, um,
0: no one wants to be the odd one out.
1: No one wants to be the odd one out. I remember in high school, um, one lunch break for some strange reason, a bunch of people were like, "Hey, hey, let's let's like do like the grape game, um, where you like throw a What's grape that? like really far, and you got other has got to catch in their mouth, oh. and you take farther steps back."
0: Sounds like a choking hazard to me.
1: Yes, teachers weren't necessarily happy with it, okay. um, but I could respond, "Sure, let's do it." Yeah it turned into a lot bigger of a thing than we ever thought because yeah. what ended up happening was like the full scale of the, ca- This is a positive story. This is not a negative story. The full scale of like the cafeteria, like there was one group left and they were like tossing it like the whole way. And the guy was still catching his mouth and it was impressive as could be. Wow. But that started all as a group being like, okay, let's do You do that. You do this. You do this. I'll do that. Like just really yeah. peer pressure. Like do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And, um, like that that one like I feel like though those funny little tiny things that we can do here and there. Like um, like a youth group when we're like when I know some of the used to like throw the
0: cushion at Wes. Do it. Oh, do it. Yeah. Like when
1: that happens and I can hear it happening anyways, I'm like, they might as well just do it. Like I'm gonna laugh at this. <laughs> but n- no one do it. That. Um <laughs> but um yeah. But there's also negative sides to peer pressure. Yes. There really is. Um, And so I know that our students are dealing with peer pressure every day in their schools. Um, I myself dealt with peer pressure in schools where people Mm -hmm. were saying, hey, come and try this or, hey, come and skip class or, hey, come and do this. Um,
0: And, you know, it can even be more subtle than that. It can be. Like the people that you spend time with, if they're maybe using language that's, um, I don't know, what would you say? Bad language? Yeah.
1: Just inappropriate language. Inappropriate
0: language. Like it. It kind of There
1: it goes. <gasps> I knew it. It wasn't even my side. <laughs> All right. Let's see how we're still getting our setup together. <laughs>
0: there we go. Pardon the interruption,
1: guys. We're, I'm just gonna put a hook in your ceiling. I know. We gonna...
0: need a better if you have a suggestion, a solution yeah. for our sign, we're open to your feedback.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if it falls again, we're just gonna <clears> For just those gonna take who now. are
0: just listening, our sign has fallen again. So we yes. need a better um, a better a better setup, I guess. Uh, yep. <laughs> we'll get there we're
1: figuring it out we're figuring it out still we're still in the early days of even though we're on yeah. episode 87 we're still in the early days of like the youtube the youtube oh i've aged myself yes um, the
0: youtube that you can find on the google
1: oh oh, that felt weird no um so peer pressure there are um so you said sometimes it's um it's, it's even subtle. more subtle than yeah. that um i think when you're in a group of people like you said using say inappropriate language it's almost pressure that you also have to use that language or pressure mm-hmm. that... Um, well, it
0: rubs off on you. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, the old frog in boiling water, right? Like if the water slowly heats up and next thing you know, you've absorbed some of those habits about of the people that you spend okay, the most yeah. time with. There's some kind of statistic. I'll have to look it up, or if you know it, you can send it in to us. But you become more like the top five people you spend time with. Oh, that absolutely. That is like a... That's like a statistic. So who are your top five people, mm-hmm. right? Are your top yeah. five people like people that you want to become f- like or your top five people, Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, a good influence and so on and, and so forth. the list forth, goes right? on. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that we definitely become like the people around us that we're mm-hmm. hanging out with. Like yeah. we, like you said, we want to be able to fit in. It's, it's a course. natural, normal human thing. Mm-hmm we were built for community and so when we're hanging around with a group of people who maybe we know it's it's not a great group to be hanging around with maybe mm-hmm. they are smoking maybe they are doing drugs maybe they are yep. just skipping class maybe they're they're being inappropriate maybe they're doing things and and you're sitting there and you're being like and they're telling you hey like come and join us or it's even no suddenly just being like yeah. oh here you go like just pass it along yeah. like it's normal like you you accept us and um but rather people are having these internal struggles where they're saying, I don't agree with this, but I care. And I love for these people. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And my response is if we care and we love those people, we have to sometimes just stand up and be like, guys, I, I, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a party people or anything, but I I don't, yeah. I don't want to do this. Like this is not who I am. But I'm,
0: Wes. That's hard.
1: It is. Absolutely. It is one of the hardest things to have to stand up for oneself. Yeah. It is also one of the greatest things that we can do because let's be completely honest i'm sure we've had it before Like, let me explain it this way explain it um in a metaphor when when you're in class when people say there's people in class okay um a teacher explains the lesson Mm -hmm. everything like that and no one asks a question then everyone a few people understand it they walk into class okay perfect understood great but then there's a group of people who don't understand at all they also leave the class mm-hmm. you have one student who says hey i didn't understand mm-hmm. this yeah and she says well why didn't you put up your hand i would have been able to explain it again and so i and think like that
0: eight other people were thinking eight other people were thing. thinking the same thing
1: yeah and so what i'm getting at is even though you may be feeling like i'm the only one in this group who disagrees with this or doesn't i don't want to do this you are probably not the only one yeah to be completely honest it's true in each and every single one of us, I believe we have a moral compass. Mm-hmm. Um, some that are dialed a little tighter, and some that are dialed <laughs> a lot higher than others. That's the—it's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I assure you, you're not the only one. And if you are the only one, okay, maybe we need to take a step back. Maybe we need to really evaluate, evaluate who you're spending time with. Who you're spending time with, and are those relationships that you are in right now life-giving or are they life-draining? Yeah. Um. I I read a yeah you're gonna say
0: yeah so how do we reconcile that with we've just come off of this go and tell series mm. so aren't we supposed to go and tell
1: we are where we were meant to go and tell we we're meant to live out this message that Jesus gives us not so how every do we do that if mm-hmm. we are
0: not spending time with
1: okay so not every testimony needs to be shared testaments can be lived out as well okay and if we are spending time with people and if we are living differently, I think people take notice of that. And mm-hmm. now what you're saying is if we're not spending time with people, how do we actually end up doing that?
0: How do we impact them? How do we impact spaces that we're not spending time in? My we biggest have thing. To spend time in. Yeah.
1: Abso- oh, yes. But I think there's also a healthy way to step back. Yeah. There's a healthy way to step back and be like, I need some space or I need to be able to step back because I don't agree with everything that's going on here. Being able to set that boundary of people and being able to say, I disagree like i'm i'm i still love you i still care for you but i I can't i can't participate in what you guys are doing you may have some people in that group may say react like oh how dare you or this some people may be like okay like why though And you have that interaction you have those conversations Mm -hmm. back and forth where you can talk and be like these are my values and these are my beliefs and base where you find your truth off of for me and you it's really easy we say well where do we base our truth we base it in scripture yeah and if you are a person who bases your truth in scripture being able to share that with people and being able to be like i find my truth here in this verse i find it gives truth to Mm -hmm. what we're what we're all going through and you may have people in that group who you may start to see who may have been feeling the same way as you but are still feeling the weight of that peer pressure be like you know what i think you're right i think i need to start making that change Mm -hmm. and so we can still go and tell to people but it's different for every situation every case is different yep every case of peer pressure like every case of peer pressure is different yeah um and so every way we tell our testimony is different whether it's maybe you're saying right now i don't want to leave that group i cannot leave that group at all as the only group of people i have in my life which are constant understood Mm -hmm. but maybe you need to be the light on the hill and being like guys i like i'm not going to participate in this i still want to hang out i still care and love you but I'm going to do things differently when we hang out mm-hmm. and they may be okay. All right. Yeah. I remember, um, in high school, um, fun fact about West's high school. Um, so
0: I love this already. Go ahead. So
1: I went to a school called Jacob Hespler secondary school. Um, you could look it up. It's in Cambridge. Um, it's in, well, it's in Hespler. Um, that may be confusing. Hes- Cambridge is made of three towns. Um, Hespeler is one of the towns that okay. it is made up of. <clears throat> So Jacob Hespler, we had a certain hallway off the second floor foyer. It was called Cocaine Hallway. Oh, That's what it was called. We were known as the drug school. Oh yeah, um, I
0: went to that one in Wellington.
1: <laughs> we were known as the drug school, um, which isn't a great title. But um, I remember hearing stories of people who were very upfront with people they had as friends who always hung out in the drug hallway, always hung out in the cocaine hallway, who just went, yeah, I'm not into drugs, don't want to do that. And the amount of respect people had for those people were saying, oh, all right. Like you're, you're straight up with your values. I understand that. Yeah. We can be friends, but I won't, I'm gonna do it around you. And I was shocked by seeing that because yeah. I was like, it was not the character that you usually associate or put on people. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to get at is that when we can actually state our values and state our beliefs and say, guys, I just, it's not what I want to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I still love you still want to hang out like you're still a great person yeah. i just i i disagree with what we're just doing here
0: participate yeah
1: i think we would see a lot more people being like okay i under- understand and maybe having that dialogue of why and mm-hmm. being able to share those values being able to share jesus through that way um i think is really really important um now the other thing we said we were going to talk about was how do we actually surround ourselves with good influence and good community yeah where do we actually find good community yeah yeah um, I know right now, um, in two of the high schools that we have in our region, Yale, Crosley and Centennial, both, which we have high school students going to, yeah. both have a group. It's, it's like Crosley for Christ and then Centennial for Christ. Both groups are meeting and every single week to do a Bible study, to do some, I think Crosley for Christ mm-hmm. is starting worship at the school nice. that they're doing like during their lunch period which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And so if you are listening to this and you go to Crosley and you're like, mm-hmm. well, where do I even like, I didn't even know this was happening. Talk to some of the kids around. They, they, they will know where this is yeah. and join that community. There are some wonderful and amazing people there. I've been invited to speak like nice. not to speak, but I brought pizza and like was able of to pray course. with the yeah. students and that, which was great. Um, it's a wonderful group. Um, I forget the teacher that's actually running it, but um, it's great. Okay yeah it's a wonderful and amazing group um now centennial for christ is just started meeting as well they're a much smaller group but they're they're also getting going and they're they're really starting um i want i'm gonna to toot my own horn i think we have a really great community here at wayne fleets yeah. like at our youth group um they're fantastic and amazing people um that's just they're really living out this message of jesus like i see them and they they i look at them and i'm like man i wish i could just do what you guys are doing (laughs) sometimes and it's it's awesome um and so i encourage people who are listening to this where if you you're unsure of where to find your community Mm -hmm. unsure where it is trust me there's pockets of it all around you there's pockets of good community all around you i'm sure like here on sunday morning like julie you do book club yeah book club Mm -hmm. i would say there's a good influence that's a great community for for you and it provides that godly community around (laughs) you you
0: yeah yeah it does
1: for for I think for both Julie and I, us here, like working here at the church. It's been a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing.
0: Well, and I came from, um, working like in a dental office. That's my previous background. And I worked with a lot of very nice people, but definitely it's, um, I didn't work with a lot of Christian or, or people who had faith. Yeah. And it is nice. I will
1: say. I think it, it really makes an impact on your life when you're around fellow believers like that. That scripture verse says, mm-hmm. "Iron sharpens iron." Yeah, it is completely true. Yeah, because I've not, I've never noticed my faith, or my relationship with God at the point of where it is at, before coming and working at Waynefleet, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that reason is because, being around this good of influence, being around fellow Christians, you sharpen yourself to say and deepen your relationship mm-hmm. with God. Like each of us, I think, has deep, probably deepened our relationship every single day that we are around each other. Yeah, for sure. Because we're sharpening each. We're sharpening each other. Um, we're we're actually helping each other along this in in this journey.
0: And the people that you spend time with yeah. are, tend to be the people that you would go to for it. For oh, advice. I was going
1: that time. Oh, I say we just a leave it down. Just a sign has fallen again. A sign Sorry has guys. fallen again. Julie's, hopefully, Julie's, there is a
0: brilliant.
1: Julie's side.
0: Senior. Julie's side. This whole thing is Wes. Okay. Hopefully, there's a brilliant senior or junior high student that will know how to
1: I'm sure we know some set this up. I'm sure we know
0: pre-engineer genius out there. I was
1: called Richardson.
0: Anyway, what were we saying before? We've gotten off track.
1: Oh really good point. The people
0: that you it it is a good point. Um if I do say so myself. (laughs) The people that you spend time with tend to be the people that you would go to maybe for some advice if there's something you're struggling with or if there's a situation that's on your heart you know, like you would tend to go to your friends, yeah. right? And I I know, and I've experienced this in my life because I have both friends here that um, are Christians and yeah. I do have friends that are are pre-Christians, we'll call them. They're, we're working on it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I find the advice I get from non-Christians just doesn't tend to be quite... It, it has a different lens over it. It's yeah. got the like... It doesn't have a Jesus lens over it, and I think yeah. that's really important to, um, yeah, to be careful where you get your advice absolutely. From. I
1: think that um, it's a different level of advice. I don't want to say yeah. that it means less, but I think what it is is it's coming from a different perspective, like you say, it's coming mm-hmm. from a different background. And when you have that background as someone of as, as a Jesus follower, I think there's a better understanding and there's a better way of realizing. Like when I when I talk to talk to my friends who who say aren't Jesus followers they don't follow they don't really know God at all and they give me advice on things I'm like yeah could do that and then I hear advice from others who like you like you guys like here at the yeah. church and I ask advice and they're like oh this and it's like yeah that makes a lot more sense yeah. and I think it's because our values line up mm-hmm. and so what I want to do is I want to encourage our listeners um, and um, yeah <laughs> we're gonna figure that part out too one day in the uh we're gonna have a signal that's i'm gonna right. give
0: you the controls of my phone to oh, play the music that's, no, i'm
1: not gonna, I was gonna say that's risky but <laughs> what i want to encourage us to to do for all of us those listening me and julie here mm-hmm. is to to reach out and be able to find that community if you if you need help finding that community to reach out to yeah. to us here at the podcast because we can help get you connected there's plenty of places mm-hmm. to get connected here at Wayne Fleet. Um, we have an upcoming youth retreat, and, and if there's anything I've learned from these youth retreats, if you want to get connected to a group, a retreat is one, we, one probably one of the best ways to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So if you need help finding connection, you can reach out to Wes, Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com. Any of our pastoral staff or yeah. my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you for tuning in today, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week.
1: Bye.